STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment either real or imagined even if they wanted it now get ready and hit start to continue You had all night to make notes, and now you're doing it now. Is that not right? Just waiting on my co-host. I'm not going to say anything this time. How about that? Well, don't say anything. Good. Making notes on some Good. movie. Oh, don't rock the mic. You can do this whole thing yourself. All right. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of STC Pie. You're listening to episode number 172. I'm Joe, and with me as always is my co-host, Bill. Wow, you're introducing. I am oh, impressed. What a... F- Holy mackerel. Fucking feisty moon you're in today. Let me adjust my eyeglasses. <laughs> have a nice, have another sip on that coffee I bought you today. These extra large McDonald's coffees that we're getting for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've never bought me extra large, I don't think. I have when it's... Well, it's outrageous a size no it's not it's a perfect size no one needs that especially when you can't even finish a medium i do on my own time i just savor it over a couple hours why haven't these glasses look at you all done up today no joe's here bright and early he's got a collared shirt on rolled up sipowitz style on the arms and uh he's got his fancy watch on which is it's not fancy this is new and he's no got the joe glasses mm. someone is trying to impress today <laughs> what's going on today that i didn't no, know about no impressions some people walking around today no just uh i thought i look uh semi-decent what's going on today what is this this what is, is this? the suspicion i gotta put up with every day why are the sleeves rolled up because I'm growing too big for this shirt, <laughs> so the sleeves have shrunk, so I have to roll them up to keep them... Uh, Did you forget your cufflinks? This is a non-cufflink. Nah, you don't wear non-cufflink. Well, I do have cufflink shirts, but I, yeah. those are special occasion of ones. Of course you do. Well, there's no difference. There's no price difference. I think there is. No, there's not. Yep. Let me ask you something. Please do. When you are... Uh, let's say driving on the highway or whatever, and it's slowed right down, and uh, everyone's kind of just waiting to go forward, and uh, beside you is the acceleration lane to join the highway, and someone, let's say, from the back of the line gets in that acceleration lane just to get up on your right and maybe get up just a few more cars ahead, does that, like, make you angry? Uh, Yeah, because I'm always... What do you call that lane? The acceleration the lane? Acceleration That's not lane. what it's really called. You know that. That is actually what no, it's it called. No, it is not. What is it called? It's called the merging lane. <laughs> no, it's called the acceleration lane because you're supposed to accelerate anyway, up to highway speed. I'm already going to enter. highway speed before I even go on to the acceleration. We're saying we're lane. in traffic and so we're then stopped. I always, I'm telling you my logic, I always merge right away. We're not talking about merging onto the highway. I'm saying we're but, all stuck in traffic, but there is an acceleration lane to the right where people can get on the highway. Someone gets out of the highway onto the acceleration lane 
to get around people on the right to go up six spaces. Yes, is that, that something that makes you angry? Yes, that makes me angry. They're like entitled, right? Because they feel their time because is more one, important. I never do that. They feel their time is more and then important. I'm always watching for some jerky to do that, so I'm always tailgating the guy in front of me. Right. And the beauty about having an older car is you know how the, sometimes these jerk offs driving the BMWs will try and bump their way in? Mm hmm. I'm like, go ahead and hit me, buddy. My car is a piece of shit. Yeah. I'll just keep on driving. So I'm kind of, I am kind of experienced the same thing today coming into work to start my shift. Whereas someone has parked in an illegal parking spot as close to the door as possible because they feel they're entitled to make a spot there. And now everyone else has to like wheel around and put themselves in some kind of danger getting around this car to get into the parking lot. So what you're saying is someone has made a parking spot for themselves mm -hmm. beside an actual legitimate parking yeah, spot. beside one. But well, they've created one which they, impedes traffic into the parking it, lot. A I, Mazda has done this. I don't think it's impeding anything because other people do the exact same thing. And the trouble with winter parking is nope, it's no hard does. to see where the lanes or the parking uh, spot uh, paint job is. So maybe there is a parking spot there. We just can't see it. We all, all know the snow there isn't. on the ground. We all know there isn't. And because certain people do park there, they cannot clear it properly. And that is another reason why people shouldn't be parking there. And that grinds my gears as I come into work every day. That's funny. Someone feels he is so important, he can impede everyone else coming in for the day. Well. Doesn't that? No. Obviously, that driver of that particular white Mazda is a real beep. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But it's strange, though, because I've seen a black Honda parked in those exact same spots. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. So, I, isn't that like the no. pot calling the kettle black? That has not happened. That has not happened. That has not happened. Really? I've got photos on my phone. I would like to see that. That has not happened. There and are photos on my phone. And you say maybe you have done this because you have lots of stuff to bring in and all that. So let's move your car right now so every, everyone else can get in the parking lot. Are you saying it's me? Maybe. Hmm. And I've actually, as a friendly reminder, said to you, Joe, you should move your car because if it does get hit, being in an illegal parking assignment, you probably won't be covered by insurance. So you should go and move it. It would be the company's fault, though, because they were unable to clear the snow properly, thus not showing where the parking spots are actually at. Because you were in the spot. Because I'm not saying I'm parked there, but if someone were to not take that spot, uh, there would be other people that would be taking that spot. Why don't you Why don't you walk up and down the hallways of the building with a sign <laughs> shouting out <laughs> that might be next. How about you make a pledge right now that you won't take that spot anymore? Cuz it is impeding everyone else. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. No. It will be taken under advisement by the HR committee.
This is how I got to start my shift. This yeah. is how I got to start my shift with nearly getting into an accident you barely in the parking in, lot. Barely in 10 minutes before the start of your shift and then going crazy on me. And then for me, there was no spots the whole way down. That's my fault too. And then I saw what I thought was a spot and on the other side of the, the the two rows of spots. So I drive all the way around to come back to that spot and some dummy who I can't see lines because there's a little bit of snow, like double parked in prime area and you can't get in either side of them. That's probably my fault too. Yeah, because you took that other spot and threw off the whole the, rhythm of the... It's the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. That's going to be the title of the show. I'm laying that down right now. Oh, that's exciting. So I don't have to think about it later. That's... And then even when I ask you to help me with the title of the fucking show, you're like, you've got one job to do. Can't you think of a title? I just did. Butterfly effect. That's Writing exciting. it down with a shit pen because you stole my other good pen. I wish I did because you stole it from me originally, as we've already gone through. I went and got some pens for the reserve in my bag, and they all went missing. And then suddenly you I don't have go through them. your bag. Well, so you've never gone through my bag? Well, I've looked in your bag, but I've never stolen anything from your bag. I'm you've, usually looking for food. And you've never taken such food out of the bag? Well, I take it out to look at it, and then I put it back in. <laughs> but usually it's like a bun or something. Oh, hey, man, I'm hungry. you got to take care of me. Have another sip of that coffee that I, All right. I struggled to get for you this morning, and I had to reheat up. Hope you enjoy it. You showed up an hour early for work. That's not my fault. I always show up at the same time. And one, it wasn't an hour early. It was 40 minutes early. And then when I was at the drive-thru... Uh, there's so much cream in it again, by the There's way. There's two cream and an extra large. One, that's one enough. One cream. One cream, two please. Cream. It's all I ask. If it was a medium, one cream. Large. Anything. Cream and a just half. anything. One cream. Just It's easy. Look no. at how white that is. And it's got extra what is taste. That? You know what's white in there that I squirt in? You're at McDonald's. Actually, mine's not white. Mine's usually a disgusting yellow color. Anyway, that's a different uh, story. Yeah, I don't know. Wh what? Your coffee is yellow? No, my cream is yellow. Uh. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I was at the drive-thru, and there's this uh, cop car parked in front of me. I can hear this fucking giggling coming from inside the McDonald's drive-thru window. This is like at 5.50 in the morning. And they're talking back, and these, the chicks in there are talking to the cop. You know, it's like, oh, he's a cop. I had to wait an extra few minutes. He finally drives away, because what am I going to do? Honk my horn at a cop, and then he probably gets like a roid rage attack and does something. Starts pepper spraying me. Mm -hmm. So I pull up to the window. First off, they charged me regular price for these two coffees. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, and she hands me the uh, Interact machine, and I take a look at it. I go, wait a minute, aren't these supposed to be a dollar coffees? So then she huffs and puffs. It's like, oh, who did this? This is some tub of fun teenager chick, right? What? 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 So then she starts talking to uh, the other two chicks beside her. Who did this, guys? Pay attention. So I pay for it. 
And then she proceeds to hand me two extra large coffees without a tray. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, sorry, could I have a, please have a tray with that? And then I get a, a huff and a puff and a sigh. Like, I'm making her work too hard. And she doesn't even say, like, oh, sorry about that, or uh, come again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which one is this? What? Which one's what? <laughs> which which McDonald's? Oh, uh, the uh, Ajax one on the okay, highway. I don't know that one. Because the ones here in Scarborough are shit, so I, that's why I don't go to them. I either got to go to the... Yeah, they're... There's two two options we have, and uh, yeah, uh, they're both garbage. It's gonna say something, but no. No, the one on uh, Markham Road south of the highway has been terrible. Burnt that, coffees. That's the Harlem McDonald's. And but the one up at Finch on McCowan. East Asia been, Soft McDonald's. That's been pretty good. Yeah, but it's a bit of a trek. It is, especially in morning traffic. Hmm. But you're lucky you spotted that because if you're paying by Interact, you know, you're just whipping the card out basically. And well, I always paying. look like they, it's funny though, because every time I do that, as I adjust my glasses to look at you, um, they shove that Interact machine right in your face <laughs> in the drive-thru. It's like, can I, can I take a look at what the price is on there, guys? Mm. It's like they expect you just to tap without looking. Yeah. Well, I, I've probably been guilty of that, for sure. So I'm like, here, let me look for a second. And they're, like, looking at me like, just tap your card, buddy. It's easy. Like, I'm an idiot and I don't know what to do. Well, yeah, Meanwhile, today was case in point how tub, uh, uh, how this girl uh, just, you know, was a retired and just types in whatever. They don't even tell, like, I, they're not telling you what the final price is anymore. You don't get that at the speaker. And often those summary screens that are supposed to... Don't work. They are never on. And then, like you said, you get up to the window and they just shove the machine out. Yeah. So you're doing math in your head what it should be. And All I know is when I worked back at Mickey D's back in the day as a young high schooler in grade nine, I was uh, a lot more professional wow. than uh, these quote-unquote lovely people are nowadays yeah but you were at the uh the high class mcdonald's no i wasn't the upper the i upper was at the ones. uh i was at the white trash mcdonald's but back then i didn't know the difference i was very naive well, what were the stories you always told me how yours were the the uppity up fancy ones or was that when you got into management at mcdonald's mine wasn't uppity up yeah so you kept saying are you sure you're not confusing this with another story? How could I? Is that the McDonald's that you went on to manage? I never, your... I never managed at a Mickey D's. What? Can we go? Can our archivist go back and look this up? I was there's management. My official from title was uh, crew trainer. Crew trainer. So I had to train the dummies that came in. I'm pretty sure you said management at one point. No, I'm pretty sure that this you made up management. Just like you do half the stuff, <laughs> and now so. everyone in the in the community believes all this garbage about me. Oh, it's so far fetched, and it is corroborated amongst everyone in the community. Mm. The stuff that I bring up. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I know the truth. I just go along with it. <laughs> you know the truth. 
How long did it become? Did it take for you to become a crew trainer? In uh, I think nine? like uh, I think I was there for like three years or something before it happened. So it wasn't just grade nine. This was throughout your career in high school. You no, moved up I didn't, the ranks uh, at McDonald's. When I was in, well, I guess back then it would be OAC, so grade grade 13, right? Where there was a grade 13. What is it? Are we grade nine or grade 13? What's the story? Ma- manager, I'm sure, not manager? I'm saying when I was in OAC or grade 13, mm-hmm. which doesn't exist now, uh, I wasn't working there. I was working at the golf club, I believe. Checking out the naked men at the golf. No, club. being forced to expose, um, being forced and exposed to old man balls in the locker rooms. Actually, they weren't even called locker rooms. They were because uh, it was a private club, so it was, they had some stupid name for it. Well, of course, you would be at a private club. Well, it wasn't by choice. It was Which just private club. Was it? Uh, the my hometown's uh, golf and curling club. Hmm. Okay. What is your hometown? My hometown. I don't even know what your hometown yeah, is. It doesn't matter. No one needs to know. Is it where you still are? No. This is my new hometown where I'm in. <laughs> your new hometown. But it's close to my new hometown. What? Oh. Hmm. But anyway. Uh... Can we talk about what uh, what, what ex- transpired over the last weekend? Yeah, I can't wait. Well, you and I both partook and helped with uh, Kevin uh, at Buried on Mars' uh, uh, what was it? 48-hour gaming stream. Was it 48 hours in total? Two days? To raise money for uh, heart charity research. And I was there Saturday night. And what what specifically was the charity? Uh, a Heart Research Institute. Hmm. Oh, oh, surprise, I oh. remember something. <laughs> and then you were there for closing days on Sunday, and I haven't uh, commented or complimented you yet on it, so I thought I'd do it on air. Oh. Uh, I thought your stream was actually good. You guys played some really fun games. Uh, you had your tidy... Uh, Tidy shirt on, so the gun show was out. It's nice. Saw a bunch of uh, comments on the online stream, but from the ladies. Oh, really? Saying they re- didn't realize how big you were. Hmm. Well, I appreciate uh, you. And saying I thought that. you did a good job. Wow, because I was checking my phone when I finished the stream mm-hmm. for because, like, the night before you well, had, you had your stream, and directly after you got off air, I sent my partner a note. Hey, great job today. Good shot on uh, the Buried on Mars charity stream. And I said, thanks very much, and uh, have yourself fun tomorrow. And then after mine, hmm, well, nothing. first I didn't even see the end of yours, because as you guys were handing out, uh, the, doing the prize draws at the end, I saw like the first one or two draws, and then I left because I had to go home. Because I was at work. Taking one for the team. Still, could have sent a note. Good shot on... Uh, well, I thought I'd save it for the podcast, because you're always complaining. Uh, I blow my wad before the show. 
Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying now when it's more important and more people hear about it. Well, you could have done both, maybe. Mm. Courtesy, you know, manners. Well, manners. one, I knew you'd be expecting a thank you, so it's <laughs> sort of more fun to leave it till the show. <laughs> so anyway, good job. You played some good games. I got hosed. Uh, Kevin backed the bus under me with that Tales of Symphonia game. That's up your alley. That yeah. is your game. That's not a streaming game, though. Well, no. Who cares? The, the, the talent is supposed to make it fun. The on-air people are supposed well, to make any game. Yeah, but Kevin wasn't really them. into it. I can only carry the, sh the show so much. <laughs> that probably would have been a great uh, concept for you two to play off of. But uh, Pro Joe shut down, maybe. No. Is that what happened? How come you had to, you had to be player one? You basically... Uh, I didn't. Greek-style wrestled Kevin for the player one controller. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He put it down for a heartbeat. And you went flying for Oh, because he controller. wasn't really showing interest in the game, so I thought, all right, I got to grab this and get this game going. Because he, he was playing it horribly. He didn't know how to deke around enemies <laughs> or even get... I'm the one who got us to the temple. <laughs> to the temple. And that took an hour. When it's really like... And I've played like a first hour of that game. And it's really a five-minute jaunt to get to the temple. Hmm. Wow. But oddly enough, I got stuck, I believe, where he got stuck is where we got stuck. So there is a bit of grinding you have to do before you get there. You really do need to build your characters up because they start off extremely weak. Wow. But I, I, that is a series I do want to play because it comes with Tales of Symphonia. Is it Chronicles? There's actually three games on the one disc from the series. So I'm looking forward to that. And then... Um, well, so what did you think of seeing it? You got it on the PS4, right? So was that... Was it nice seeing it on that? Uh, no, we were playing on the PS3. Oh, were you? Yeah. It still looks good. It still holds up. It's a fun... Not fun. It's a fun JRPG. It's not fun. Well, you're not a real gamer. <laughs> anyway, I thought the stream was successful. Um... It was actually fun. I think we should maybe do more events like that throughout the year. Yeah. I'm throwing this idea out there, maybe like as a community to help increase our numbers, do a good stream like that, maybe like twice a year, and then maybe any funds that we raise can go towards maybe somehow, you know, uh, going towards a... Uh, the actual cartridge club itself, or, you know. Well, what are you saying? It has to be a charity stream thing, or people should just get together and stream? Because we've done lots of charity streams. Yeah, the charity ones are good. I'm thinking maybe just get together and stream, and then if we get any people watching that want to donate or anything like that for a goof or whatever. For a goof? For a goof. People just want to... Uh, people just donate for Patreon and stuff. So you're just saying let's stream. It doesn't. Let's stream, and if we get any money in, it can go towards the club or something, or the well, website, or. I actually had fun streaming. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, you had a good shot. Well, it was the first time I've ever done it. I don't um, have the equipment at home, which is which. 
did, were you sore after your stream though from like flexing the pectorals for mm. two hours straight like joe rogan style for the entire I don't know. time what, you're what are you talking camera? about w what am i talking about flexing what you were in full flex <laughs> It's impossible to maintain full flex for two hours. That's what I'm wondering. Or three hours, Were actually. Were you sore afterwards? No, like because... Pump, pump the chest out a little bit more while you're on camera. Well, why don't you wear a tighter shirt and show off your arms some <laughs> more? My shirt was not tight. I'm sorry if I am a certain girth that uh, mm -hmm. that happens. I'm not talking about your girth. I'm just saying it was tight on the arms. It wasn't tight you're on my arms. You're turning purple. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <clears throat> And thanks to uh, Sarah and Kevin for putting out a spread. Um, I was actually, I, was, I, was, I felt bad because I was still hungry, but I didn't want to eat all the food. Oh, Jesus. So I only took two, uh, two, <laughs> two helpings, and that was it. It was delicious. Uh, they very good hosts. Excellent. I should hope so. Sarah put out all the stops for you, for Joe. All the stuff. And by no means was it necessary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So what else did you play? You played uh, Tails, and then you flipped over to... And then luckily I took charge and said, enough is enough. we got to flip this baby over and get this stream going because we got two more hours. So we did... Uh, well, we played a game that I always wanted to play and never had up till that point. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Right, I was really happy Fuck, to that see that. that game is yeah. fun and super hard. Yeah, you were having trouble with it, but... Well, my character started off at level two. So? And Kevin's was like level 14 already. <laughs> that was fun, though. I, I, I'd love to get that game at somehow... At some point, I don't know how I could do it now. Yeah, me too. Uh, very... Um, River City Ransom. Yeah, absolutely. With Street Fighter... It was fun. Not Street Fighter, uh, Streets of Rage. It's a good old beat em up. So we played that for actually quite a while, and then we finished off with, uh, was it Street Fighter World or, or Cap? Yeah. Capcom's. Keep going. Versus Street Fighter. Pull it out. Pull it out. And then I totally dominated Kevin on that again, so. No, you played I Capcom versus Marvel. And then uh, I did STC Pod Proud. You and put the beat down on Fandango just like we did last year with Podcast of the Year. Okay. But you managed to accuse... I took a full mount on his back. Uh, you wrapped my arms around his neck and choked him out. You won the first match and then accused Lost Kevin of cheating at the same time after you won. Well, yeah, because he was doing the cheapo moves. Yeah, he's a master of that game. <laughs> I never oh play God. fighting games. You were the king of cheapo. I watched it. Once you learn one move, that's, that's it. That's it. And you picked all the hugest guys you it could find. It doesn't matter. That's irrelevant in that game. No, I'm just saying. Me, it was, me it was picking three huge guys. It was interesting and did not go unnoticed. Me, well, <laughs> me picking three huge guys would have no uh, relevance over, say, an, an expert player picking, like, uh, three smaller characters or, like, you know. Chung Lee against my uh, Hulk character kind of thing. You would be Blanca doing the shock thing for the entire match. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> Once I figured out how to do it. Don't you love fighting those guys, people? Just, uh, well, here there, we go. There is a way around it. Haruka and me or something like that. Throw a fireball at my face. 
<laughs> anyway, with having no experience at those games, I completely dominated. Uh, that was that was a great way to finish because that was pretty entertaining. It's pretty good. And uh, yeah, that was it. It was an enjoyable time. I'm glad we could do it, and glad we could help out a friend. Uh, yeah, Kevin and Sarah and uh, all the streamers put in a lot of work to put that sucker together. And, uh, well, definitely uh, Kevin's dad would have been proud if he could have seen all that come together. Absolutely. It was really something. And the money that came in was... Oof. It was good. Almost uh, two pairs of Joe glasses. Not enough, uh, though, for uh, me and Kevin to get our shirts off, though, during our stream. Mm. So that didn't, I teased a bit. Yeah, I didn't think it would actually happen, so that's sort of why I held back. Mm. I did have access to the STC pod uh, bank account. Yeah, well, you were clearly passed out during our stream because Joe dropped off the community. No, I was, uh, I watched all day Sunday from, from, uh, from when Derek, I, I turned on at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning and Derek and his wife were on the couch uh, doing their stream. So I watched from 6 a.m. Sunday until literally, I didn't turn it off till 6 p.m. Sunday evening. Yeah, you turned so, it off when so I was I got, on. So I got paid to watch this stream. You turned it off when I was on. Respect. My relief came in. It was time to go home. You could have put it on your phone for the drive home. No, you couldn't. Yeah. Oh. I use up data, though. That's okay. So. You got lots of it. I take it I didn't win any prizes. Yeah, you won... Uh, Kicking the pants. You won a full full uh, body uh, slide from Kevin at whenever you want. You mean that would make him a winner then, not me. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, very tense with me sitting so close to him. He needs to learn to relax. So, what did I do during my stream? Well, thanks, Joe. Let me tell you. Well, I'm not. I wasn't done saying. Wait. Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. We play. We start off with this game called. Uh, was it called Lovers in a something? Dangerous time? time. Was that what it was called? Oh, that was really good. It would have been amazing with two other players, like all four players. It's not called on Lovers in a Dangerous Time. Lovers in a Dangerous. That's a Galaxy. Lady song, which is a cover of a Bruce Coburn song. In a dangerous galaxy? I don't know. Lovers in a oh, dangerous... Oh, that's why you're flying around in that uh, ball spaceship. Yeah. yeah, that game actually looked like fun, man. Yeah, it was fun. I'm like, fuck, Kevin. Give me <laughs> Symphonia, and you get to play that awesome game? It was fun. I can only imagine with, like, two other players, though, how great it would be to... You'd be, like, a, a just killing it. It'd be awesome. That, was that a digital download game kind of thing? I think, I imagine, I don't know if there's a physical, re I asked him if it was, he said it's an independent game, I think, so I don't know and if that And that was on the PS4, you guys were playing that? <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. No, Xbox. Xbox oh, One, was it? I think. There must be a PS4 version of it. I don't know, I don't know. Not like you, you can't play that though, you'd have to play with other people. You're not good with people. Well, you couldn't do that solo style. That's what I mean. But yeah, I... You I was yelling at you guys how to play properly. I can imagine. Shields going in the wrong direction, <laughs> guys bouncing off well, walls. Well, that's the thing. There's only two of us to control, like, five stations on the, yeah. on the thing. Yeah, so one guy so. does. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that game looked... I would have loved to have seen you. I would have loved it, Mr. Read a Game. Hmm. Yeah, I would have loved that. Anyway, that game did look good. Then what would you play? 
Um, oh, Kevin threw on uh, some basketball game that he was, oh, that, was garbage. that he loved. I tuned out. He knew all the moves to it, so he dominated in that. And then uh, I don't know. We tried f- getting arcade games going, but nothing, nothing would work. Um, what did we finish on? It was something fun. Oh, and then we played Ninja Turtles for like an hour. That did was, you finish on each other? That was awesome. Uh, yeah, Turtles was okay. The Genesis Turtles Hyperstone Heist. So that was good times. And that took us uh, all the way. So, yeah, again, congratulations, uh, Kevin and Sarah, for putting on a very successful and stream. And congratulations to me for... For, sa- for saving those three hours on that Saturday night. Oh, you know what happened? Fuck. Man, leading up to that. That night. There were so many excuses coming out of Joe. Started early in the morning about all the reasons why you wouldn't be able to go that night. No, I, I just, I never made a reason at all. I just said, I got a headache going on. Is the weather getting bad? Because uh, it was snowing out. Whoa. I went through a fucking blizzard to get up there. No, you didn't. Nope. And that evening also cost me $200. Oh. Because driving up there. Here we go. The lovely, lovely, well-maintained streets of Scarborough, I went over a pothole and blew out my right rear uh, uh, shock absorber mount. So that cost me 200 bones. <laughs> Because I, I literally, five minutes after leaving work, you know, it's, first off, the roads were really bad. It was a pretty heavy snowstorm going on all day. Boom! Big bump. All of a sudden, I hear this metal on metal sound in the back. and going, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, maybe it's like, because uh, sometimes I get ice build up under the rear bumper, mm-hmm. and it could dislodge loose, and then you get, like, ice rattling on the back bumper on the inside that just, you know, it's under that little lip and it won't come out. So I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. So I pull over into a parking lot. I get this. I had cardboard in my trunk. So I take it out, throw it on the ground, go down on my knees. I'm looking underneath my car in this, in this, uh, in this little mall parking lot. I don't see anything reaching under. Nope, no ice. No, what the fuck? All right. Maybe it's... Maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just something that got loose because I got like a loose muffler. Get back in. You have a loose muffler. Boom, 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 boom. Like the slightest bounce. So for a forty-minute drive, I get this banging. <laughs> I go, all right, just hold together until we get there. Pull in the cow's place. We do our thing. Leave his house at eleven at night. Boom, 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 all the way back home. All right. Well, the car's still driving, so whatever. Maybe I can live with it. Maybe it's like a. I thought it might have been like a shock that just blew on me or something. Go, All right, I can live with this, I guess, right? Because you, you do have the muffler falling off, too. Yeah. Um, You're living with that. Yeah, I just... So quite, the muffler is still on. It's actually the, t- the tailpipe that, that attaches to the muffler because the muffler is in the middle of the body. Uh, there's no hole in the muffler, just the exhaust pipe that leads up to the rear of the uh, muffler has uh, come loose. So I still got a muffler. It's just a partial muffler. So it sounds a bit more like a, you know, the uh, the dumb kids that put like the Cherry Bomb mufflers on their Hondas? Mm. That's what it sort of sounds like. Mm. So it's respectable in a way. <laughs> yeah. The hip kids would think I'm cool. 
Um, you get home. So, yeah, I get home, and yeah, it's, I get home at 1130 night. Then I got to shovel my driveway. How much snow? Well, I didn't get inside for another half hour because the plow had also gone by. Oh. So I did all that nonsense. But you do have a snowblower. Which you're not supposed to turn on at 1130 at night. I don't uh, If it's heavy. Anyway, you know. I, I figured it'd be a bit of a workout, so it's good. I got my workout in for the day. So I did all that. Anyway, I let it go another day, and, just, and it was just, it's undrivable with that banging noise. So I brought it to the dealership. Go, hey, man, I fucking went over a pothole. Can you just take a look? So they took a look. Yep, this, your rear shock thing went. All right, what is it? Well, it's 200, uh, but you should probably get both rear ones done. I go, no, nope, just do the one. And while you're at it, I'm due for an oil change in a 1,000 clicks, so let's just do it now and get it over with. So it took longer than I thought. Well, they had to wait on a part for some reason. So I was at the dealership for four hours on a day off in the morning. So they gave me the oil change for free. So technically Whoa. it's 200 minus 45 bucks. So really it only cost me about 150 bucks. That sounds pretty reasonable then. It is what it is. I didn't want to do it, but it was literally... If it wasn't banging, I would have just let it lie and just and lived with it. But it's just like, fuck, man. It, it was... Even, why, even why, I can't drown that out with podcasts. <laughs> Why'd they give you an oil change for free? That is because not... it took so long for me to wait. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like, that's clearly a half-hour job, and I was there for four hours. Luckily, I had my Vita and was playing my uh, JRPG on it. Oh, good thing. You got something to lull you to sleep didn't in the pass waiting out, room. Didn't pass out once. Yeah, right. What a sight to see in the waiting room. This guy slumped over <laughs> Vita. It won't be the first time they've woken me up there. Oh, man. Anyway, that was uh, so that was my uh, little extra donation to the charity. Unfortunately, didn't go to the charity. Went to a dealership. But oh, Good job. That's what it is. I actually have a car booked in. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, for have what? some uh, little things going on. The, uh, the driver's side mirror is not defrosting properly, so that should be covered under warranty. Uh, one of the thermostats is gone. You know, when you put on climate control to whatever temperature you want, it just goes, just goes wild. Don't use climate control. I, it's there for a reason. I've never used my climate control. I always have the, I always do leave it on manual. <sighs> I set it for 30 degrees in the wintertime. <laughs> and I either put it on the lowest fan setting or the next one up. That's just insane. I like, like your thermostat at home. Set it to what you want and the, it will figure out how to get it there to that temperature for you. And that's what it's supposed to do. And if it's not doing it, you got to fix it. Or so, don't use it. No, it is really nice when it works. It's like your house. You set the thermostat and it works. That's different, though. You can't be managing your 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 house every single second, but while you're driving in the car and be like, oh, the heat's a little bit hot. All right, I may I'll just turn down the from 30 to 28. No, I don't like 30. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I like setting it and forgetting it. That's the way it should be. And uh, what else? 
Uh, there's a little tear in my upholstery, but I discovered that's not covered under warranty because I'm at uh, 100 and pushing 160,000 kilometers, but I have the extended warranty up to 200. But of course, they don't cover fabric, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. And then just this week, the maintenance minder came on with a massive code. You ready for this one? It gave me the B oil change, which is the stupid $200 one, where they check extra things to make it worth that much. And it, it, so it says B and B1. So one would be a tire rotation, but I don't get that done at the dealer because they're crazy and I do it at my own schedule. And then it goes uh, B1, 3, and 4. So this code is massive. 3 is transmission fluid. So that's some dough. And then 4 is spark plugs. And if you get that done at the dealership, that's stupid money too. Mm -hmm. So I'll be doing the spark plugs myself. Transmission fluid, I have no choice. We'll see what their price is. And uh, I don't think I will do the expensive oil change, even though... They'll say, that, oh, they'll void your warranty if you don't get the big one. Are you doing uh, synthetic? Yeah, it has to be synthetic. And uh, because a Our lot Hondas of... Hondas don't come synthetic oil, though. Yeah, this yeah, this has to be synthetic. Uh, and so that, that big oil changes about checking brakes and all that shit, right? But I just got my brakes done on the back, remember, in the fall? No, in the winter, in December. Yeah. And I'm doing the front probably in the spring, so I don't need them to tinker with it now for an extra hundred bucks. So. Well, you got to do the transmission, that's for sure. Uh, anyways, yeah. It's just funny how it all went from one appointment to a big giant one. Yep, do you always do you always do everything at the dealership? I think you have to while your car is still under warranty, right? Yeah, I don't let them do this the air filters because they in charge an insane price to change air filters, which is just ridiculous. It's uh, you, anyone, anyone, absolutely anyone can change your air filter. Yeah, because it's in the glove box, right? Well, that's the cabin one, but even the engine. Oh, the engine one's even easier. The cabin like, one's a pain in the ass. It's not even screwed on anymore. It's just clip. You do undo two clips and pop that out. Yeah. And yet they charge over hundred bucks to change those. Like screw you guys. Do you get the K and N fil air filters? Like the kiddies do. Gives I, you an extra five horsepower to your engine. Oh, I don't know, but I don't know. Fram, I think it's Fram, oh, whatever. All right. Old man filters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, oil changes, they actually uh, price match anyone's oil change. So That's good. Go. And I love their coffee machine at the dealership. Mm. It's one of these massive, massive ones. Van Hout. Van Hout. Yeah, my wife's uh, Nissan dealership has probably something similar to that. You get, like, hot chocolate and coffee and tea out of it. Oh, yeah, it's just massive. And the, the beans are at the very top. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can make anything. My uh, my Mazda dealership has uh, a massive... It's got the massive uh, movie theater complex across the road from it mm -hmm. with all the restaurants and stuff. But, of mm -hmm. course, I go at 9 a.m., so nothing's open, so I'm literally stuck in the dealership. And they got a shit coffee machine. But when my wife was driving her Honda, there was a, actually a Starbucks across the road. So I'd always go over there and 
stay there for an hour or two. Why? So you can be with all the... Well, just so I can have a decent coffee and relax. Act like sitting you're in a working on your script or something? Uh, well, actually, at that time, I was big into blogging. Yeah, of so course. So I was working on my uh, T&B blog. Well, I'm within, uh, at the car dealership, I'm within a walk from uh, one of my massage places, so... Legit if, or unlegit? Legit. So if I'm on the ball, I can, like, uh, work it so I can, oh, I'll just walk over there and go for an hour of massage. That's really nice. And then breakfast is right around there, too. Oh, and gotta spend, gotta get breakfast, too. Although my breakfast joint that's around there just put their prices up, which is a pisser. Their before 10 o'clock breakfast special was $4.99. Two extra large eggs, home fries, bacon, uh, and a bagel for uh, $4.99. Now it's up to almost 7 bucks, so I won't be going back there. Sorry. 7 bucks. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's like McDonald's prices for I'm, breakfast. I'm having issues here with my pants. Take them off. I hope uh, hope no one catches a glimpse because, uh, you know, when we work these morning shifts, I'm getting dressed at 5 in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, What's wrong with that? I, pull, I pulled some pants from the closet and threw uh. them on and got ready and all that and go out to the car. And as I get out there, I'm like, this is breezy down there. <laughs> what's, what's with the breeze happening on my butt cheek? And I feel... And it's one of these pants that I wore out a little, uh, little wear hole. Let me see in between my legs. I don't know if you can. No, I'll check. Out. I'll check it out later. I can't see. This you know, so these jeans they wear out for me on the south side of the crotch for some reason. But I've kept them, you know, for you know, working around the house or painting yeah. or something. I accidentally put one of those well, on. You should prep your what you're going to wear the night before, laid out nicely. So as long as. I might have to stay in my chair a bit more today, or just not bend over around uh, the hallways, because it's uh, there's some ventilation down there. Mine uh, tend to wear out in the crotchular region due to uh, the insane heat that my testicles put off. <laughs> so yeah. what are we saying? The same area, or yours no, is more frontal? Frontal. Where's How? your testicles That's... on the front? Well, how that's all thick there. The material's thick. A lot of a lot of scratching and rubbing going on in that front area. In the front, like here. Yes. How? Probably how could you wear a hole in the front? Probably from my hands adjusting myself. All the wow. Time. Is that I? God blessed me with inordinately large testicles, which are constant need of adjustment and uh, scratching and and. The heat that they put off is incredible. So it just burns right through the pants. It's like sitting on a hot stove. Yeah, well, you'll get rid of those pants. There's no chance of you accidentally putting them on. No, I do the same. Well, no, but I do the same as you. Those are then relegated to uh, either jean short shorts in the summertime or you know, oh, I can working, imagine working around shorts. the house, working around the, uh, the house pants. Or outside, like, working on uh, fixing stuff or whatever. Hmm. Well. Yeah. But when I buy my jeans, I usually buy four pairs at once, and then I'm good for, like, two years. Yeah, me too. I'll wait till the jean machine does their yearly sales. Buy one, get one 50%. Mm -hmm. 
I'll buy four pairs and then I will gradually wear those down over four years or two, three years maybe. I'm down to one pair of jeans now that are mint condition that have not been worn yet. Ah, I wish you would. From about three years ago. I wish you would wear them. I'm sick of these Ed Hardys I see from you. They're not Ed Hardy they jeans. Are, their back pocket goes all the way down to the back of your knees, for Christ's sakes. I don't know what you're trying to do. What is with those? I don't see, know. I haven't even heard of Ed Hardy. Yeah. How do you I know think, about Ed Hardy? I think you do. I think you do. So anyway, that's it. Oh, uh, another person that we saw streaming on Sunday, Musty, was playing that game Dark Souls. Yeah. I managed to find a copy of that yesterday. Hmm. Is this a, a pre-release of the latest pickup video? A uh, preview? Teaser. Mm. But I just thought that was a coincidence because I was watching the Dark Souls game. I've never played it. Uh, never really. I knew just the name and people complaining that it was a hard fighting kind of game. But I really enjoyed watching Musty play it, so that sort of got me into it. I added it to my list, and it's just funny. Like, literally two days later, it's, I managed to find a copy. I wasn't even really looking for it just because, oh, shit. As you adjust your glasses. Yep. Have you seen this week's In the Cue Dog House yet? No. Yeah, interesting. Not yet. Okay. Um, On my days off, I spend my time with non-video game related stuff for the most part. That's not true. When I'm at home. So that thus relegates leaving YouTube videos to either at nighttime after the wife goes to bed uh, which I started watch, which I did last night. I watched a bit of the uh, hangouts and contemplated going on, and then I got intimidated, and so I just ended up watching for a little bit before I went to bed. How did you get intimidated? Ah, I just, I don't like people looking at me on the, uh, on the, uh, you know, group chat kind of thing. So I just, I went incognito and just watched in the background. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, so then uh, yeah, I was watching that. But for the most part, uh, YouTube videos, I like to leave, uh, you know, for when we're working or whatever. No, I was just curious. I wasn't attacking. You were attacking me. You're like, like how dare was, you not watch no, it right away no. on Monday when it comes out? I was just curious. Is all. That's all. Is there something that I need to be looking for? No, 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 not at all. But since you do bring up YouTube, uh, I wanted to, you know, we could go on about uh, what I've been watching on YouTube, and I've called you over to watch a couple of it because it's pretty fascinating. Uh, again, with uh, Adam Savage's tested YouTube channel, we've been watching. He got behind the scenes at uh, Ardman Animation, you know, Nick Park's animation uh, production company. He's the guy behind Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and that Pirates movie. What else? Shaun the Sheep. I've seen all those. You remember when you first saw Wallace and Gromit? Like it blew me away when I saw. Yeah, Wallace I and still Gromit. have a. Actually, I still have two VHS copies of the of the show. I should pull them out. Two VHS copies. You mean yeah, the like three a three pack? No, there was a, a three pack that came well, out. Well, I've got two VHSs. Pertaining to Wallace and Gromit episodes, don't know which ones they were, or whatever. But yeah, you're right. When it came out, it was. Uh, I forget how old I was, but I was certainly 
uh, captivated by it. I still am. Like it's His when you learn about the process behind it, it's it's mind blowing the amount of hours any sort of like stop motion mm. uh, animation takes. Right, like it's just it's it's blow your brains out, blow your brain. But when he came in to the picture with his style. It really elevated the whole art form, and yeah. you automatically can tell his stuff just by uh, visually, of course. All of his characters kind of have the same look, but he, he just somehow bleeds charm into his characters, uh, which... Well, it's I, that uh, English tea time charm. Yeah, definitely. There's Cup definitely that in the Wallace and Gromit, just the way the mouths uh, create their sounds, and of course it's all animated by people manipulating the lips anyways yeah we're talking about stop motion and his uh company has a new movie coming out called early man and adam savage who we know from uh, uh mythbusters i guess previously he's got a big youtube channel and i guess probably sometime last year he was granted um access to their entire facility and he's just been slowly putting out all the videos that came from that uh, within the last couple of weeks. And I mean, you see every inch of the production and it's just mind boggling the minutia that goes into that style of filmmaking. I called you over to show you the video he did on uh, the schedule, the schedule boards, where it was an entire wall of uh, the schedule broken down on these boards that can swing yeah, left the, or the right flip boards flip boards but wall size all broken down per day per hour and one guy managed that entire schedule he'd have all the animators on there and all the post-production and all these crazy elastics linking everyone together hour to hour there's that side of it then there's of course the puppetry side of it he gets to uh, talk to the people you know, right down to the guy who's got to make the metal frame of the puppet. Then he talks to the next guy who's who's in charge of the, you know, the the modeling clay, and all of that. And uh, then the the set designer, the sets are the sets are crazy. That was the latest episode mm -hmm. last night. He uh, talked to the set designer and went on one of their sets, which when we saw the puppets, they're pretty small, but I mean the sets are huge, and. It's not like a regular creation for a set because you're not just going to make a set and have them do the thing in the set. You have to actually make the set accessible for the animators to get in there with their hands to move the puppets. So you can't have a huge giant set where the animators can't get in there. They have to be accessible. So there's that kind of engineering added into every frame of the movie. It's like um, multi multiple layers of crap you got to go through to do stop motion. I wonder what the profit is on those films. It, there can't be any. <laughs> so there well, really there must can. be something, right? Because everything that goes into it, which I think the major cost really would pr probably just boil down to the amount of man hours that's required to even make one single movie in, in this style. Like what kind of budgets does he get for it? Was there? There's obviously a return, otherwise it wouldn't keep on happening. But mm -hmm. you know, it can't be you know blockbuster movie return because you know these type of films 
really do just cater to a certain style of, of viewer, right? It's not, you know, the humor in there isn't relatable to everybody or, you know, a lot of people just don't appreciate the type of film style that it is or, you know, it's not a... Well, a lot of people who are just seeing a promo for it don't even realize it's stop motion. They just think it's another rendered film, right? True. Yeah, I guess it is that well done that it could it sort of pass on that style, but... But what I thought was also interesting is that he's Nick Parks now moved away from like his last couple films, his his plaster scene, his modeling clay, his puppets were all picture perfect. Like you cannot see fingerprints in the clay. The hair is not going to move around. You know, with old stop motion, it'd be all jaggedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. He went for perfection. Now he's coming full circle and he told his animators, you know what, I want to see fingerprints in the clay now. I want to see, they called it boiling, like when the hair kind of moves frame to frame because he can't help it. He's, his puppets actually have real hair and as you're doing frame to frame to frame, that hair is just going to move slightly. So they called it boiling when you see that animated. He said, I want to see a little bit of that back. I want people to realize this is stop motion. Not crazy. I don't want it to be like, um, you know, Jason versus the Argonauts or whatever, where it's like very janky and all the hairs are moving and like your the I'd, textures I'd are changing. I'd refer to uh, Clash of the Titans for Clash that. Clash of the Titans. <clears throat> Not like that, but he wanted to see textures so people know the magic they're seeing. I, I thought it was really interesting and... Um, even the video I watched last night getting into that clay, there's a one dude who's in charge of the clay. Like, every one of those puppets is not... Your main character isn't made once as a puppet to go through the entire movie. they got to make several, like, dozens of that one puppet because as the animators go through the scene with that one puppet, he just degrades, and they have to throw him away and start a new one. But that uh, modeling clay has to be the exact same color as the last puppet used. So just getting all the colors worked out is this huge situation that they have to be in mind of. Mm. <clears throat> so what's that again? Where can people find this? Yeah, um, Adam Savage's uh, YouTube channel is called Tested. And if you go to uh, our forum post, I'm going to put some on there. And uh, if you, you, know, you create the stcpod.com post... Mm. You could actually include links on there as well. Can you do it for me? And on that note, time to wrap this bad boy up. No way. I yeah. still got lots to talk oh, about. Come on, man. What's our time at? We're at the time. What, is it Joe time or is it real time? Well, it's we're, we're, we've got a minute 30 left. Okay, I wanted to tell you about a movie that I happened, to, happened upon while flipping the channels, and I stuck on it for the whole movie because it was weird. It was on our movie channels, our uh, our pay movie channels. And it was called The Belco Experiment. The Belco Experiment. And I just looked on the guide to see what it was, and it described it as an office building where everyone gets trapped inside of it and are forced to kill each other off in this experiment. <clears throat> are you saying experience or experiment? Experiment. Experiment. What? Experiment. Experiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you're saying, looks like you're saying 
experiment and experience, and you're oh. crossing both words together. Adjust your glasses a little bit tighter. What? So is it experiment? Experiment. Experiment. <laughs> yes, with an ent on the end Kay. of it. You know, garage and garage. Experiment. Garage. Experiment. Garage. <laughs> so, uh, these workers work in some sort of high tech building, but it's in like uh, Colombia or somewhere. They're all shipped out to Colombia to work in this kind of government high tech building. And they've been working there for a year or something. And one day, as they all get to work, the whole building locks up. Now all the there's uh, metal comes over all the windows. The door is locked. Of course, why wouldn't it? <clears throat> and a voice comes over the intercom and instructs them that they are they have like an hour to kill off twenty people or something, or they will be ramifications kind of thing. And so at first they think it's a joke and they're just you know laughing about it and having a good time. And then suddenly people's heads start exploding. So there is ramifications if they don't follow the instructions from the, this uh, mysterious voice over the PA system. And uh, the movie progresses from there. So, like, what would happen if all these people are put into this position? You know, it's kind of like um, uh, Lord of the Flies kind of situation. The movie also reminded me of the Cube movies. You know, I love the Cube movies. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It was pretty good. It was from uh, James Gunn. He was the writer. You know, he's uh, behind Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. He was going to direct it, but it kind of got put on his back burner, and he never got around mm -hmm. to it. So another director came in and directed it. I'm not going to say this is, this is like, uh, the most amazing movie you'll ever see in your lifetime. I'm just saying it was different, and it was interesting. Um... Who else was in it? Well, there are some dudes you'll recognize. Uh, I, I can't think it of. It doesn't sound like something I would like, so I'm not going to watch it. It was very good. It was very good. Why wouldn't you like it? You like Cube. I, I've never seen Cube. What? But I don't yeah. like those type of uh, completely uh, ridiculous uh, scenarios kind of thing that would, that would never happen, right? Would it? Yeah, well, it wouldn't. Well, wasn't but, there some prison experiment where they did something like that? And they really went crazy? I don't know. I don't I don't like it. Anyway, it's interesting to uh, dissect where human nature would go. Like, you'd have factions break up, and then you'd have people who'd hide, or you'd have people who'd try to take over, you know, the alpha personalities, you know, where Joe would end up. No, I'd be hiding. You'd be hiding? You wouldn't be one of these alphas who suddenly turned into a murderous... Uh... No. Well, you know what? I'd probably hide or join a group, and then when I was alone with someone, I would kill them off and then just continue along. Oh. I'd go ninja style. <laughs> mm. okay. I'd, be, I'd be the guy hiding up in the uh, air ducts. Anyways, it's a weird title. Like, uh, it's not memorable. I had to look it up every time I wanted to tell you about it because I kept forgetting the title. The Belco Experiment. I saw something last night just as I was thumbing through the uh, HBO channels. Uh, one of our favorite shows, Banshee, mm -hmm. was back on, and they were starting with episode one. Oh, I saw it in the guide. I didn't realize so it was... I put it on. I watched like 10 minutes of it, and I turned it off because I didn't want... For me, it was too soon still, and two, I didn't want 
my first experience with that run of the show to be ruined. I didn't want to have to go through it and overanalyze stuff again because I had such a great time watching that series, especially the first couple seasons when shit was just going crazy. Yeah. Like, nudity everywhere, violence, just just uh, scenarios or actions that took place that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but, and, but they all kind of fell in line. Like, in the later part of that series, they went off the rails. No, it went off the rails bit. for you. No, quite a I bit. I enjoyed Suddenly the experience. there's a government installation. I enjoyed it. You know, anyways. Anyway, it was just nice to see it back on, and I'm going to keep an eye out for that on the DVD. Um, I think I'd like to add that to my collection. Really? But not to watch. Not right away. Just to have. Just to have for now, and then I'll watch they it They did have cool covers. You remember when the DVDs came out? They had like, no, I don't really artistic uh, covers. But just the whole experience, like, I watched the whole intro scene and then the uh, when they did the title graphics with the with the safe and all this, the still yes, images. I love that, that intro. Like, Fuck, that I show love that awesome. intro. You guys haven't checked that out. As, highly recommended by STC Pod. That, it's called Banshee. Are you saying Banshee? No, I said Banshee. B-A-N-S-H-E-E. That intro had like hidden little uh, foreshadows to the episode. Yeah, a little... It was, uh, it was great. Little Easter eggs that would change throughout episodes. It was always sexy, too. Sexy. All right. And on that sexy note, we're going to wrap this one up. We didn't talk about uh, SpaceX. If you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash start to continue. That's uh, greatly appreciated. Bill's on Twitter at STCPod. Where can they find me, Bill? They can find you at the uh, very uh, largely growing YouTube channel, uh, Transformers and Beer. Yeah, it's but steamrolling. On, on, on Twitter, you can find me at AC Decepticon. What uh, is going on with that Transformers and Beer? It's out of control. It's like the big hit on uh, YouTube nowadays. Podcast, too. It's doing well. Yeah, what is... We still haven't hit that thousand sub mark. How is... What can we do to employ some of those tactics that are working for TMB onto SDC? I think once uh, TMB hits a thousand subs, because we're at 759, I think. 759. Uh, then efforts can tone down a little bit and then be transferred back to STC. Back? Interesting slip of the thumb. Slip of the the tongue, I should say. And uh, if you guys want some t-shirts and stuff, go to tpublic.com slash STCPod. By the way, another sale last night. The, was was uh, that because I promoted the Joke and Dish mug? I did that. I tweeted a picture out of it. Oh, Jesus. Someone uh, bought another one. Our most popular t-shirt is the Grand Theft Auto promo sheet. Oh, nice job. And what else? If you're listening to us, we're part of a greater community that we're actually really proud to be part of. And that's the Cartridge Club. So if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community. Just go to www.cartridgeclub.org. Uh, it contains tons of stuff. We, we talked about the uh, Twitch stream earlier on. Uh, tons of other YouTube channels, such as the podcast, the podcast CC Weekly. Uh, you, <laughs> it's side of, the left side of your face just went limp. Are you all right? <laughs> CC Weekly, which this week 
I know you probably haven't listened to it. Yes, I have. Got I was hosted listening. by the CC substitution team. I was actually a little bit upset about that. Oh boy. Because that was just for us. <laughs> and now they're going to start whoring themselves out all over. They are the substitute teacher team, yeah. Those dirty, dirty gentlemen of uh, Miles from Flock of Nerds and Travis from Polykill Podcast. They are quite a team. I'm only halfway through it, but I'm looking forward to finishing it off. Me too. All right. And that's it, guys. Hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you uh, next time. We are closing in. Can you believe it's going to be 200 episodes soon? 200. We're at 172. That puts us a full 100 episodes ahead of Retro Fandango. So you know what that means. I'm smelling another podcast of the year. Post it and post it. <laughs>